This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, greetings, salutations. Welcome, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo's show. Welcome to everybody on Facebook Live. Very interesting discussion we're going to be having today. Interesting? No, that's, it's not the right word. Uh, man alive, I thought this, this is about who we are as Americans. This is about what we value. This is about your rights being violated. And I'm not, I'm not talking about what the Washington Post, the New York Times are out there uh, uh, alleging about Trump collusion with no evidence. We have actual signed documents, documentation that American citizens' rights were violated by those we put in in charge in Washington, D.C. in the last administration. It's, it, it's not an intellectual exercise. We're not just theorizing. It's not just a report says this is actual uh, happening. And people have put their names to it, not unidentified sources from the New York Times, not anonymous sources from the Washington Post, not current and former officials. These are people who have actually put their names to a document. Your rights were violated. Question is, do you give a damn? Do you care? Telephone numbers 888 The show is available for you. Uh, On-demand listening, blaze.com slash radio. That's live listening. Blaze.com slash radio. Blaze Radio smartphone app or the iHeartRadio app. Now to the on-demand. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. You can download the program and listen anytime you want, anywhere you want, binge listening, whatever. Social media for the Chris Salcedo Show. The Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. Also simultaneously streaming this on the Blaze Facebook page. On Twitter, at Chris Salcedo TX, at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X, as in Texas, one of the freest states in the union. And make sure you check out the blaze.com in the channel section. Blaze.com, channels, find our channel there. And hopefully, this might be one of the featured stories there today. And we, we t- touched on this yesterday in the program, this a blockbuster report that came down from Circa News where Circa had dug up documentation that had confirmed that not only had resident Barack Obama and his left-wing extremists in his administration, had they, not only did they abuse the rights of American citizens, but did so over the course of years. Now, we had warned ever since this show came on the air uh, in, in 2013 that there was an uncomfortable dynamic that was happening. The apparatus that was set up to protect you and me, our children, our families from harm, from external forces, that same apparatus was being used to allow our government to harm us. And it was a dynamic that was something new. Well, I shouldn't say something new. There have been there have been breaches of the public trust in the past of in this regard, but they were they were universally met by both political parties with consternation and and ridicule. 
not this time. Do you want it? This is a theory. Do you want to know why I think Maxine Waters and Sheila Jackson Lee and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are flinging so much excrement at Donald Trump based on innuendo and rumor? Do you want to know why I think former CIA chief John Brennan, one of the leakers, and DNI Clapper, former DNI Clapper, one of the leakers of classified information, is doing what they're doing? I honestly believe that these, and I'm sad to say, they are members, they are representatives of an entire party, of the Democrat Party, that these individuals know about these violations of your civil rights. Where is the ACLU, we asked yesterday? Where is the so-called American Civil Liberties Union? Where are they? Your Fourth Amendment rights have been, have been violated. It's not a theory. It's not an anonymously, anonymously sourced story out of the Washington Post and the New York Times, which is all the hell they could print lately. This is truth. This is, no, not truth. Truth can be subjective. My truth may be different from yours. We can see the same facts and derive different truths. This is factual. This is factual. It isn't an intellectual exercise. My question to all of you on Facebook Live and here on the Blaze Radio Network, do you care? And or do you live up to this creed that you get the government you deserve? Um, James Rosen over at Fox News Channel put this bombshell report uh, on the air yesterday. We touched base on it yesterday and this is a complete report i want you guys to hear it in its entirety oh by the way for you blaze radio listeners we'll get to the flip around here in a minute i bet you msnbs and the leader of the basket of bias cnn won't be talking about this story why because you can't bash trump with it (laughs) that's why can't bash trump why why do a story that the previous administration had definitively And to all you folks at CNN, you hear me. All you folks over at MSNBS, you're all a bunch of frauds. You're all a bunch, you call yourselves news people? Screw you people. You're not news people. This is news. Your fellow citizens, the people you allegedly are pledged to protect and give a voice, have been harmed by a government official, several government officials, and you can't report on it. Why? Because you're a bunch of partisan hacks. Oh, I want to protect Obama. I want to protect Obama. Screw you people. That's what I say. You're not looking out for people. You're you're looking out for a political party. And I can tell you, if this had been a Republican who did this, I would be just as angry. Just, maybe even more so, for feeling of betrayal. Let me ask you this, you folks at CNN and MSNBS. Let me ask you this. You pride yourselves in being progressives. You pride yourselves in being liberals and, oh, the Democrat way is the way to go and human rights and yada, yada, yada. And then when it comes to reporting on government abuses, you are nowhere to be found. You are nowhere to be found. Why? Because your political persuasion, 
your ideology stands up for big government lording over people. And if the big government wants to violate your Fourth Amendment rights, oh, so be it. They must have had a good reason. Had this been a Republican, you all would be, you'd be all over this, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? James Rosen at Fox News uh, with an introduction by Brett Baer detailed the devastating, there's paperwork, people have signed their names to this, this isn't, again, it's not fake news, this happened. So listen, Fox News Channel from yesterday, James Rosen and Brett Baer. The computer says more than one in 20 Internet searches conducted by the National Security Agency involving Americans during the Obama administration violated constitutional privacy protections. And that practice went on for years. Not only that, but the Obama administration was harshly rebuked by the FISA court for doing it. That's the conclusion from shocking new evidence tonight about what one senator calls an enormous abuse of power. Chief Washington correspondent James Rosen has the story. On the day President Obama visited Los Angeles last October to yuck it up with Jimmy Kimmel, lawyers for the National Security Agency were quietly informing the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court that NSA had systematically violated the rights of countless Americans, a subject covered ironically on Kimmel's program. People expect the government to monitor this enough to protect them from bad guys, but they worry that if government is in there too much, then that who's going to protect them from government. Turns out the worry from, from some of us, the worry from some of us was well-founded. Everything that I told you about the previous administration is proving to be true. I'll tell you about it. Glenn will tell you about it. Doc will tell you about it. Opelka will tell you about it. CNN won't. MSNBS won't. CBS, NBC, ABC, they won't. This is a blockbuster story that dwarfs the allegations and the, gee, after a year of FBI investigations, still no evidence of collusion, still no evidence of collusion. Oh, but we're going to keep digging. This is definitive right here on our lap. Guess what? Government abused your Fourth Amendment rights. And nobody cares. Do you care? Do you give a damn? Declassified documents first obtained by the news outlet Circa show the FISA court sharply rebuked the administration. With greater frequency than previously disclosed to the court, NSA analysts had used U.S. person identifiers to query the results of Internet upstream collection, even though NSA's Section 702 minimization procedures prohibited such queries. Minimization refers to the precautions the government is supposed to take to ensure its infringements on Americans' rights are kept to a minimum. The judges blasted NSA's institutional lack of candor and added this is a very serious Fourth Amendment issue. Judges putting it down. Remember when, when judges ruled against President Trump's ban on six majority Muslim countries? Remember that? That got all kinds of coverage. Here are some more judges saying that Team Obama violated the Fourth, systematically for years violated American citizens' rights. Where's the coverage? 
judges put their names on it. It's definitive. It's not something that is subject to interpretation. It's there. Why aren't we hearing about it? Well, there are certain facts that agendized media do not want you to know. As I said, I think Democrats are attacking Donald Trump with baseless allegations. So at the end of the day, when all of this stuff does come out about how egregious the violations of the Obama administration are finally revealed to be, that they devastated our rights and the limits on their power placed on them by the Constitution, our mutual compact, when it all comes to light, the Democrats will be able to save political face and say, well, you know what, Trump's just as bad. Trump's just as bad as Obama was. You know why? Because the, the Democrats know. They know how awful and how much of a, a betrayer Barack Obama was to the Constitution of the United States. My question to all of you on Facebook Live, my question to all of you on the Blaze Radio is, do you care? Now I have some hope to give to you next about some people who do care. And I want to hear from you. 888-933-93, 888-900-3393. You found the Chris Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand and seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Chris Salcedo Show. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. Doing more good for the United States of America than the previous administration did in eight years. We do it in two hours on the Chris Salcedo Show, and I'm glad you've tuned in. Telephone number is 888-933-93, and the question before us is, your rights were violated definitively. Do you care? Do you care? A lot of you folks weighing in on the Facebook page, and before I get to your reactions there, I want to let uh, James Rosen finish up his very thorough report on what these documents that have been uncovered 
reveal. And tonight, for the first time, we can say confidently that there's been a finding that some of that espionage, that uh, spying on Americans actually violated the law. The documents show it was back in 2011 that the FISA court first determined NSA's procedures to be, quote, statutorily and constitutionally deficient with respect to their protection of U.S. person information. Five years later, two weeks before Election Day, the judges learned that NSA had never adequately enacted the changes it had promised to make. The NSA Inspector General and its Office of Compliance for Operations have been conducting other reviews covering different time periods, the judges noted, with preliminary results suggesting that the problem was widespread during all periods of review. Meaning it was systematic, and you're going to hear they were warned, and then Team Obama said, let me be clear, we're just going to do it anyway. Now, what are the dangers of all this? Why should you care? Well, here's why you should care. What if you opposed the administration that is inside of government? And what if you got roped up somehow in this foreign intelligence surveillance program? I mentioned this yesterday. You guys remember that Pearl Harbor, that movie Pearl Harbor? And, uh, you know, some say it was a chick flick. Some say it was a mixture. Anyway. Beside the point, during one scene, a Japanese dentist who was an American citizen was called from outside of the country. And he was talking about the weather and the ships were on Battleship Row. The, the person on the other end of the line was a, a foreign agent. A Japanese agent wanted to make sure that the fleet was still at dock and that the incoming Japanese planes would be able to hit their targets. That the targets were stationary. So... Let's say for argument's sake, you happen to be a Republican congressman or a Republican uh, senator. Or let's say a Republican is in charge. Say it's Donald. For all you liberals out there and for all you Democrats who just loathe and hate Donald Trump. Let's say Donald Trump does this same thing. And he uses the National Surveillance Agency, the, uh, the NSA, to to spy on foreign dignitaries who just so happened to be talking to members of a political party, like Rand Paul fears was done to him, like another senator has admitted to Rand Paul that happened to him. And this, maybe it's Benjamin Netanyahu. And you're talking about things about, well, you know what, some, some friends of mine on, on the Democrat side, they, want, they, they really want to be there and help you out, but you know there are some others and you start giving away some honest information to technically a foreign person. But here you have a less than scrupulous administration who dips into that conversation, who sees the, the, the subject matter and goes, oh, wait a minute. Well, who was this? Who was Benjamin Netanyahu talking to? I want to unmask that individual. Oh, now, now we're getting somewhere. Remember who was implicated in political unmasking? Susan Rice. Now that isn't confirmed yet. Oh, I'm waiting. There's plenty of there, there. DNI Clapper, uh, John Brennan. I believe all of these Obamaites are guilty of unmasking for politics. I believe it. I can't prove it. It hasn't been proven yet. But what we do know, 
is that the previous administration violated the law, violated your constitutional protections, and they did so for years. And the question is, who's going to jail? Who's paying for those abuses of power? There's a linear connection between excessive acquisition of data by the intelligence community, distribution of that raw data to people who do not need to know it, availability of unmasking that is producing the real true names of the human beings whose emails, texts, and phone calls were the subject of all this, and then ultimately the selective revelation of those names. Senator Rand Paul called this an amazing abuse of power. A spokesman for former President Obama did not return our request for comment. These disclosures are timely, though, as Section 702 of the FISA Amendments Act, one of the primary means by which U.S. citizens are caught up in incidental surveillance, is up for reauthorization, Brett, by the Congress at year's end. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a slight addendum to this report, Team Trump has said, oh, we see the abuses and they've been fixed. Took up Team Trump a matter of weeks. Obama was abusing us for years. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Salcedo. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Do not confuse me with the loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. I actually love the United States of America. Let's talk about Donald Trump and the Pope and their meeting yesterday. I want to bring on Dr. Uh, Gracie Pozo Christie. She's a policy advisor for the Catholic Association. She writes and speaks in both Spanish and English about Catholicism, religious freedom, and the intersection of faith and science. As a Hispanic, she brings a special focus on the social issues that affect the growing Latino population here in the United States, such as state of the family and the real needs of the poor and the marginalized. Uh, Dr. Grazi Pozo Christi, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Thank you. I love the way you introduce yourself. I'd like to say I'm a liberty-loving Latina, too. Nice. Welcome <laughs> to the club. Glad to hear it. So uh, the, the Pope visits with... Uh, now, now, these two... These two, the Pope and President Trump during the campaign, weren't all buddy buddies, right? Uh, because of the, the certain policies that were, be talk, uh, that were talked about. But I got the impression after this visit, both the Pope and the President walked away with a different perspective. Was that, was that your uh, takeaway as well? Look, the Pope, uh, he indicated before the meeting that he was going to be open-minded and he was going to meet uh, the President on on the things that they agreed on, that they agree on going into it. And, you know, I think that he did that. I know that he did that. And also that Mr. Trump was impressed and touched by his reception 
by the Pope. So I, I was very pleased with their meeting. Yeah, and you know what? I think one of the, the commonalities that they spoke about, about a great deal of concern from President Trump and the Pope, is the persecution of Catholics and Christians all over the globe being targeted for death by, uh, by certain segments of, of, uh, of populations around the globe. And I think the two men really had a meeting of the minds on that area of concern, yes? I felt like Mr. Trump, the, the entire, his entire foreign trip so far, was focused on this issue of religious persecution, especially of Christians um, by, Islam, by Islamists. Um, and, and definitely uh, the Pope is also highly, highly uh, aware of this and has spoken out very strongly against what is really a genocide that is going on in the Middle East against Christians. Uh, Dr. Gracie Pozo Christie is our guest right now, folks. She is policy advisor for the Catholic Association. Now, as a as a practicing Catholic myself, and uh, I, I have I have had questions in my mind about uh, about uh, certain certain uh, approaches this pope has taken toward you know very controversial topics. I remember Pope John Paul II who who grew up in a different life experience, who would show up into communist countries and, and was very frank and very bold in, in, in taking the human rights abuses of those communist slash socialist countries and bringing them up in the forefront and speaking very frankly about those. I haven't seen that commitment from this pope. He seems to share a, a, a lot of criticism of, of Western, Western values. And I, I was wondering what you thought the genesis of that was. I have. I tend to think it has to do with the way that, that he's Argentinian, and and his idea sometimes of capitalism has to do more with cronyism and corruption than is our experience as Americans, where capitalism is a force for liberty and prosperity and 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 all all sorts of good things for us here. Yeah. So I think that sometimes he has a little trouble understanding how capitalism. Uh, goes hand in hand with with liberty and and prosperity yeah i don't know how how you feel about it as 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 being a catholic as well and but i look at our country i look at the united states and the the premises on which we the constitution was written and founded the founding fathers looked at our rights that we have as human beings as not gifts from government but gifts from god and they set out to protect those rights that were God-given and enshrining it in our founding documents. And I don't know how you feel about it, but I've always wished for a recognition from the papacy to say, you know what, there is only one country on the globe that ensures God-given rights, and that country is the United States. Uh, do you think that this pope will get around to doing that at some point? You know, I can't, I can't say that I, that I know whether he will get around to doing that, but we can look forward yeah. I hope one day to an American pope who will have grown up and will have understood how beautiful our country is and how it is a shining city on a hill uh, that, uh, that, that calls to the whole world and says, live like us, you know, live in freedom and liberty and brotherhood. So one day that could happen. And meanwhile, we keep being good Americans out on the world stage. Well, I, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. An American pope, you know what, until you've said it, I hadn't even considered it. I mean, Cardinal Dolan is, uh, was was somebody who I was eyeing very closely when when this pope came uh, uh, into in, into the papacy. And I, and you know what, I didn't uh, want to convey to the folks out there that I was completely being critical of of Pope Francis. I really enjoy 
how he go he he avoids the trappings of the papacy. He doesn't live in the palace. He lives in a very modest mm-hmm. uh, uh, room. He drives himself. He carries his own luggage. And when whenever he goes to other countries, yes, he'll he'll visit with dignitaries. But you'll find him most commonly. Uh, Dr. Christie, out there among the people and doing things that Christ did, washing of feet and anointing of the oil, that, that kind of thing, right? We sometimes, as, as Catholic, maybe very uh, conservative Catholic, sometimes we don't understand exactly um, some of the things that, that he does. But I think that we can all agree that he has been able to open doors for the church and people's minds that have been closed for a very long time. He has a disarming, affectionate way about him, so simple, so humble, and he just makes everybody melt, no matter, you know, people who were, aren't prepared to melt for the Catholic Church, you know, mm-hmm. people who have been the enemies of the Church. So I think we have to give him a lot of credit, and the Holy Spirit is working with him, and we have to trust that we're all going to the right place. Well, you know, and, and again, maybe that's why these, these two, once they met face-to-face, the Pope and, and Donald Trump, many say the same description of our president. You know, you meet him in person, and he seems to have that affable warm way about him. Dr. Grazi, uh, Grazi Pozo Christi, she is a policy advisor for the Catholic Association. Lady, it was a pleasure to meet you, uh, a liberty-loving Latina, and get back on the show soon. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. alright nine hundred thirty-three 888-900-3393 is the number. I mentioned as we were talking about these confirmed abuses of America's rights by the previous administration that I was going to give you hope. And that was part of it. Here you had a political novice in Donald Trump who was elected to the presidency of the United States in his, well, I don't want to say it was solely his only offering to the people was his, was his uh, being a novice at politics. What I will say, you know, the business acumen played into it and his success played into it. But there's something to be said about an America that said, you know what, I'm I'm getting the impression that these guys up on Capitol Hill don't give two wits about me. And this is a bipartisan criticism. All you folks out there who are conservatives, can you say that your Republican Party, or not, not your Republican Party, can you say the Republican Party represents you? I haven't been able to say that for, for years. Can you say that that Republican Party stands up for your values? For these ideals of, of, of why the Constitution was put into place? So many Americans, and dare I say Democrats, and independents crossed over to vote for President Trump. And it wasn't because of his charming magnetism <laughs> and, and uh, well-scripted, enunciated speeches. His, his ability to deliver a good speech, his smooth and suave presentation, that was the previous guy who spoke very well as was shown, worked against the American people on so many, on so many matters, whether it be the Iran nuke deal, taxes, the military, spending. And now, in an effort to keep his political party, I would rationalize his political party in 
perpetual power utilized the intelligence agencies of this country, politicized the intelligence agencies of this country to punish us, turned those assets that were made to protect us against us. And I, I had made that observation about Obama for, for years now. And the hope is uh, millions upon millions upon millions of Americans, I think, recognized it. They knew and understood it and elected Donald Trump. There's some hope. Let me give you another bit of hope. And I was reading some of your comments. We had a lot of trolls on the, the Blaze page. Individuals are like, oh, yeah, federal government monitor you. Get used to it. Get used to uh, an all-powerful federal government. Get used to it. This isn't new. Accept it. Those voices don't speak for you and me. Those voices are advocates of the state, not advocates of your advocates of your rights and your liberties. And there are those around this country who are spearheading, who are working toward an Article 5 convention with the knowledge and understanding that if Washington will not listen to us, by God, we'll make them listen. And you have officially 28 states, 27, 28 states, who are on board with either older resolutions or updated resolutions for an Article 5 convention. They don't expire. If they hadn't been voted down or rescinded, they don't expire. That should give you hope. There are millions of Americans who have not forgotten the promise, who know and recognize what that Constitution is. That Constitution is our mutual handshake that says these are the restrictions not that, we, that we as Americans don't place on ourselves, we place on government. Those are, those are chains on government articulated in the Constitution. That's why so many people of a certain political persuasion despise the Constitution and have worked to undermine it since its passage. So when I, when I tell you these things, when I tell you this, this is a true blockbuster story. What I mean by true is it, it names, it, it actually has been confirmed to happen. Unlike the fake news that's coming out of the Washington Post and the New York Times seemingly daily. Reports, who was I listening to? Limbaugh? Reports coming out today. Uh, or yesterday, the New York Times says, uh, well, the Russians uh, had thought about targeting uh, Trump officials in his campaign to influence Trump. And at the end of the article, it says, but we can't confirm that any of this ever really happened. But they, but they wrote it. But they wrote the damn piece. Here's another bit of hope. And I'll leave you with this before we go to break. This phrase was uttered years ago. This phrase was uttered by someone who I admired at the time and I could never have known that I'd end up working for him in the future. You might know the name. His name is Glenn Beck. And this phrase 
elegant in its simplicity. And it lets you know that you are not powerless. And it lets you know that this country, if, the, if enough of the American people wake up and get engaged, that they will have no choice to li but listen to us. The phrase was this, we outnumber them. I'll be back in a minute. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network. Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Ellie, how much time do we have? Uh, a couple minutes here? <laughs> there went the music. Ellie's a little distracted today. We've got tons of stuff going on here in studio. And just, watch this. Ellie? Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it took you about two or three seconds. Not bad. Not bad. Ellie? Yes. <laughs> How much time we have left? About a couple minutes? About a minute and a half. Okay. Uh, I, I will not have time to get into what I want to get into here before the top of the hour. So let me just say this, folks. Did you hear what Dr. Benjamin Carson said today? Did you hear? Now, I will lay you dollars to donuts if you have heard what Dr. Benjamin Carson said today. You've only heard part of it. You've only heard the part to where left-wingers are trying to make hay out of what he said. Now, what he said deals with poverty. And he said that poverty is a mindset. But that's, that's all you heard, most likely, if you watch or listen to a member of the basket of bias. Those who are ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, those who deal with not real news, but biased news or biased information. I will play the complete soundbite of what Dr. Carson had to say in full context, and then we'll debate it. If you got, look, here's the premise. Do you think that poverty is a mindset? Or do you think poverty is some sort of illness born on the wind? Or maybe that poverty is something that's imposed on people? I'll be back in a minute. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. You found it right here on the Blaze Radio Network. I'll be right back.